Live from NextGen Studios, this is The Sports Page. Happy Saturday and welcome to The Sports Page on NextGen Media. I'm Ashton here with Chris Robb. Chris, I hope you had a really good Christmas uh, last week. Yeah, man, it was it was amazing. Everything was nice. I ate a lot of food, you know, spent time with family, so it was good. How about yours? Uh, pretty much the same. Had my wife's family over. I think I talked about it last episode on Christmas Eve. Went over to my brother's on Christmas. Uh, yeah. Ate too much, and it would have been nice to have uh, Christmas weather for Christmas, but I can't complain when it's <laughs> 70 degrees. Exactly, yeah. But, yeah, we're about to get that winter weather here pretty in the next few days for New Year's. Yeah, it's supposed to be like in the 20s or something next week, so I'm not yeah, really looking forward to <laughs> it. It's not fun. Uh, I don't say it's not fun, but it's it's not ideal sometimes living in Texas. Mm-hmm. And I hope uh, all of our listeners had a had great holidays, whichever holidays you celebrated over this past week. And it's kind of going to be a mixed emotional type of show because obviously the Cowboys won big uh, Sunday. I know everybody's heard it all week. Now you're to Saturday and you're, uh, you don't get tired of hearing the Cowboys beating the red, the, uh, also the Redskins, the football team 56 to what did they, was it seven 50? I don't even know. I just know they blew them out. Yes. 56 to how many points did they score? Golly, I don't even have it written down. I just know they have 56 points. 14. 14. Okay, yeah, yeah. they did. They did give up a couple. So, uh, our predictions weren't kind of, weren't, weren't terribly off except the Cowboys scored a lot more points than we thought. I think I had them at like 30 to to 13 or something. Uh, but yeah, we have all that fun and great happening, but also just uh, finding out the news a couple days ago that John Madden passed away. Right. Yeah, it's uh iconic coach, broadcaster, and then obviously his brand of the video games. And ironically, I was playing Madden when I heard the news that, that John Madden had passed away. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um I was driving somewhere and I was listening to uh, you know, the radio and it just was like just breaking news and I was I was like, wait, what? Like, and it's one of those things where it's like, you know, he's 85, but you know, like when you think of people like, you know, legendary and iconic, you don't really think about them ever passing, you know? So just kind of like, it's a shocker, but, um, you know, it's definitely a big loss for, you know, football as a whole in general. Yeah. And we didn't watch the bad documentary on Christmas. We'd recorded it. And I guess watch it the next day. And, and ironically enough, my wife asked if he was still alive. And I said, oh, yeah, he's, he's still alive. And yeah, and then you hear a couple of days later. Uh, but I didn't know. I, I mean, obviously, I knew he was a coach, uh, mostly before my time. I, you know, he was a broadcaster really uh, into his prime broadcasting when I'm, you know, growing up in the mid to late 90s. And obviously, I know all about bought just about every Madden video game. Right. I, 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 and I knew he had won a, a Super Bowl with the Raiders, but I didn't know how successful of a coach he was. His record was uh, outside of the seven ties. We'll get rid of that. But he won 103 games and lost 32. That's yeah. that's like college 
football coaching numbers. <laughs> 103 and yeah. 32. I didn't, and I, I didn't think he had put, cause he had uh, retired when he was like 40 or something for early forties uh, from coaching. So I didn't think he had coached very long, but yeah. I guess he started so young, but that's, that's really ridiculous that, that record. And it took, Oh, I want to say it took a while for him to get in the hall of fame. I, I kind of knew that story and he got in, a lot, mostly on uh, broadcasting, but he was a pretty damn good coach. He had more wins than uh, Vince Lombardi did. Yeah, and he has a – did he win a Super Bowl? He won um, one I'm, Super Bowl, yeah. but he went to nine AFC championship games. Wow. Or I guess some of them were AFL. I don't know uh, where his coaching something. went, mostly in the 70s, so after the merger, but I, I'm sure some of them were before the merger. But AFL, right. AFC Championship games, nine of them. And I'm not sure how many Super Bowls he coached in, but he won one Super Bowl. Well, he coached yeah. from 1969, the Raiders from 69 to 78. So, Okay, so he didn't really coach, like, too long. That's probably, That might be one of the reasons why he took so long, because, you know, a lot of coaches have, like, long tenures. But, um, you know, set a 70-plus percent winning percentage in the, in the NFL, that's – you know, that's unheard of, you know. I mean, just just, just going any he, and he coached um for a couple of the San Diego State and Allen Hancock College. But yeah, in the NFL, he I'm going down right now because I didn't prepare to have this I just looked it up. He mm-hmm. didn't have a losing season in his ten years. Wow. And if you combine uh or yeah, he played hundred and forty two or coached hundred and forty two games uh wow it's it's ridiculous yeah they just um see lost playoff super bowl yeah he just played in the one super bowl it looked like Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah it's it's ridiculous but he only you know because he only coached 10 years his playoff record was nine and seven you know comparing to belichick's record (laughs) ridiculous playoff record i I mean i I, I can kind of kind of see how it, you know it took so long for him because they want to put the people that that did it for a while in yeah you you know it's uh you you got to respect seventy percent seventy plus percent I don't even know like the exact number I don't have it in front of me but you know that's incredible I think it's the highest win percentage in in history if yeah I'm not mistaken. for for uh, coaches who have coached over a hundred games I think is the cutoff mm-hmm. so. Yeah, giving a little nod to John Madden because I know at, at our age, at anybody anybody alive, uh, if you're even a relative fan of football, whether you knew him more as a coach broadcaster or just knew him by, you know, you don't say, I'm going to go play football on my Xbox. I'm going to go play Madden. That's yeah, exactly. You say, I'm going to go play Madden. And, uh, exactly. and my wife was learning and watching all about this on a documentary. And I'm thinking, did you not ever – understand why it was called Madden before because she was kind of learning like oh that's the guy I'm like you ever wonder why NBA games are NBA 2k or uh mm. MLB the show but it's Madden football you know it's Madden that's that's the name and yeah. people kind of just forget about that they may not think of Madden right away when uh you say it especially the last you know how many ever odd years it is since he's actually recorded his his commentating for the game, but you just think of it as a word. Yeah. It's just the game. It's Madden. And uh, whatever generation you are, if you watch football, you've some, some point you 
have a picture of uh, John Madden in your head as a legend in one way, form, or fashion. Yeah. That's funny that you said that. Uh, you know, whenever I say I'm going to play Madden, like, I, I don't even think about it anymore. I just think of, like, just the football game. I don't even think, you know, John Madden. But uh, I used to because, you know, they he used to be on the cover of all the games. Yeah. And, you know, they started taking him off and putting on, like, uh, you know, star players and stuff. So um, I guess that might have been the cutoff whenever I stopped. Maybe, like, the Mike Vick, uh, whenever he was on there, Ray Lewis. I think that was, like, 2004, 2005. Uh, 2002 was the first year they uh, – because they had Marshall Falk on the cover. Oh, yeah. Falk, yeah. And then Eddie George – and then, yeah. and then that's when Michael Vick was 04. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember I had that. Yeah. I could tell you which game I had on which system, whether it was I had it on PlayStation, PS2, yeah. PS3, I had Xbox, yeah. Xbox 360, Xbox One. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously not the newer so PS4, Xbox, whatever the new Xbox is. Uh, yeah. I've had it on GameCube. You know, I've between me or my brother, we've had just about every Madden game. I think Nintendo 64 was our first one uh, back in it was it, I remember because it was a the game was a blue cartridge it was oh. it wasn't gray like the other ones I don't remember what year it was but Madden was on the cover of that one one of the yeah. first Madden games we had yeah that's that's crazy man yeah everybody I think everyone has like their own perception of John Madden and like I I'm old enough to have heard you know some of his broadcasting i don't remember him as a coach um and you know I, he's in my mind you know it's broadcasting slash video game but um yeah it's definitely a tough loss yeah that was i mean i had knew he was i had known he was a coach mm -hmm. but i never thought of him as that way because you know i was born in 89 his last year coaching was 10 years earlier than that but mm -hmm. then you know everyone's kind of talking about him and then i see him like man he was a really – I thought he was just kind of, okay, he's a good coach. He did win a Super Bowl. But, no, he was he was a dominant coach. And, you know, I'm wondering why he stopped coaching uh, yeah. in his in his early 40s. And at the time, he was the youngest uh, coach to win a Super Bowl. I believe uh, – I believe that's been broken. Who was the youngest coach to win a Super Bowl? Oh, uh, who is it? Tampa Bay, when they won. Oh, uh, Gruden? Gruden. I, I was thinking yeah. the name, Mike yeah. Holgram. Like, it's not Mike Holgram. Who's it? John yeah. Gruden, yeah. yeah. I want to say he was like 38 or something uh, when mm -hmm. he won. But I didn't know had John. he'd beat John, uh, broken John Madden's record. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, John Madden has had you know, pretty much three legendary careers to, you know, to uh, – uh, and only positives outside of one or two random people that people want to want to point out just because they're idiots or want to be ridiculous about uh, the Madden video games lead to more violence in football or, you know, random crap like that. Other than that, uh, talking about John Madden's personality and character, it's it's only been good, pretty much universally loved. Yeah, and just just to go back, it was uh, Gruden's record has been broken by um, Mike Tomlin now. So Mike Tomlin. Is oh yeah, the, Mike Mike Tomlin was. Yeah, great. yeah. I had the mic right. I was yeah, yeah, Mike yeah. Holger, but I was I know I was thinking John Gruden. I don't know why my 
Mike Holgram's name was sticking in my brain. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but yeah, yeah. I mean, damn, how, how old is Mike Tomlin? He's still, we don't want to get off on that, but he still he looks, looks like young. I think, yeah. But he still, yeah, he still looks like he's in his, you know, 30s. I think he still is in his 30s, if I'm not mistaken. But he's been um, a coach for a while. He's been a coach for a long time, yeah. Okay. Uh, now we'll, we'll get into the more exciting part of this episode because we're, we're going to go off for a while just just talking about different different stats that really go in the Cowboys' favor. Uh, after they beat the Washington football team uh, last Sunday, 56-14. to 14. Wow. Uh, just, you know, let's just, just name a bunch. They, they scored 42 points in the first half. That ties the Cowboys' record, which is kind of ridiculous at that time. I'm trying to think. It, it was a, a long time ago. They scored 42 points and a half. Uh, 56 is, uh, points is the most by any team this season. Mm-hmm. And it's more than five teams scored in the month of December. Wow. Uh, three of which had bye weeks, but still, that's one game compared to three games. Uh, two teams, the Jaguars and the Giants, had didn't have a bye week. They had four games, and they still you know scored less than the Cowboys did in this one half. Or, I mean, this one game. Uh, Dak threw for 300 yards, four touchdowns, or over 300 yards, and he had four touchdowns just in the first half. Uh, he's a first quarterback. Dak's a first quarterback uh, to throw first quarterback since Kurt Warner to throw a touchdown to a wide receiver, running back, tight end, and offensive lineman in the same game. Uh, the first time the Cowboys have had an offensive lineman and defensive lineman score a touchdown. Uh, just you know, there, there, there's a ton more. I'm not going to bore everybody with, yeah. but just all around dominant game, offensive, defensive. Uh, there's very. Even even Zerline went eight for eight in extra points, which I think is even more impressive. That's a, that's a miracle, yeah. So there's not really anything you can uh, look down upon in this game. Uh, kind of a little shaky defense late in the game, but you're playing a completely t- – you're playing prevent defense usually when you're up by that much. So you don't really worry about the yards as much. So yeah, the game you don't really over. Worry, yeah. Game was over at halftime. It was, you know, 42 to 7. You're not really worried about, you know, Washington, uh, whoever they had a quarterback, um, you know, making a making a run at it. Um, it was just – it was almost like – I know they were decimated with injuries and everything, but it was like the perfect game. It was like the perfect half. It was That was the best half of Cowboys football I've ever seen in my life. And uh, – you know, you got to play who's in front of you. You know, it, they were decimated with injuries, but at the same time, you know, you got to go out there and execute. And they, they did that. You know, three hundred plus yards and four touchdowns is ridiculous in the first half in the NFL at that. Yeah, and, and even that first drive where they kind of stalled out, they had gotten one first down, but that play <laughs> where on third and long, uh, they tossed it back to or threw it back to Amari mm-hmm. Cooper, and he kind of dropped it and just picked it up, and the play was over. I like the play call. I like the creativity, but yeah. uh, execution, would, which we'd probably be talking more about that play if if things would have ended up differently in that game. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Everything's better when you're winning. That's, that's, what, yeah, that's what I – Absolutely, and if you look at this, this season as a whole, even though we've been kind of down the Cowboys the last few weeks, I mean, they lost three or four back – uh, in November, but they're they're on a four game winning streak now. But even those first three games are kind of 
really, sh- I say struggling. They won two of them by double digits. Should have beat Washington the first time by double digits. Mm-hmm. But they're just kind of, you know, not playing up to their speed, which is good. They're getting wins. And uh, you're just saying this is the best time of year to to turn this on and and, and get momentum. Uh, leaving, you know, finish now with December, finishing 4-0. Uh, right now, actually last week they already had this. Uh, they were first in NFL hist- uh, first team in NFL history to have a player with 10 or more sacks and a player with 10 or more interceptions in a season. They actually had that before this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they had that record with three games left to go. And, yeah, wow. I, get, I get there. I, there's an extra game, but still they they broke that record before. Uh, they hit that mark before you're having that extra game. Yeah. And uh, they're first in the league in takeaways with 33, first in the league with 25 interceptions. And Diggs is, has got his 11th interception. That's most by any player since 1981 when Everson Walls did it. Now that Everson Walls was a cowboy, but it's the first time any player in the NFL has done it since 1981. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, yeah, they're, they're just uh, a number of stats that uh, you're looking at first time since something happened. And when you're culminating all these stats at the same time and you're saying it hadn't happened since the 80s, the 70s, the first time ever, uh, most efficient since the 90s Cowboys have won, that won a couple Super Bowls or a few Super Bowls. It's to have one or two of those records or stats in general shows you have a good season, but to have all of these kind of uh, culminating, you have a great offense and great defense in the same year. It's, you know, it gives you a lot of confidence uh, here going into the playoffs with nothing's clinched yet. Although, I mean, you, you won the East, you won the, the uh, you have a playoff spot and you won the NFC East, but you still have, I mean, you're probably going into a week, 18, which is weird to say now, week 18, trying yeah. <laughs> to get that number one seed. And probably if things work out, the Eagles will have a lot to play for too because they're trying to get into the playoffs. I don't think there's any way they can be eliminated this week. So either way, the Cowboys and the Eagles are playing for something. Outside of the Cowboys losing to the Cardinals and Packers win, then the Cowboys can't get that seed, but number one seed, but that you still want to have that number two seed. Uh, at minimum, because if you win week one, uh, the first round of the playoffs, you get another home game. Uh, if you're the third seed, that's not necessarily true because you're probably you're probably going to play. I guess if you win and whoever loses in the second round, uh, whoever you play in the second round, you could have a better record than or better seeding than. So, but you get that number two seed, you're at minimum guaranteed, assuming you win uh, two home playoff games. Yeah. So there's a lot to play for uh, in no way, shape, or f- form is the final week against the Eagles going to be irrelevant for the Cowboys, more than likely. Yeah, I'm very excited about this week as far as, like, this is uh, this is their last, I guess, good opponent. I mean, the Eagles are – they're solid. They're, I don't really – I'm not really afraid of them, but this is a, a good game – to see, okay, you, you did it against Washington. You know, they were kill injuries. Let's see, you know, what the what the Cardinals, what you can do against the Cardinals. And, I mean, they're, they're dealing with injuries too. You know, they lost DeAndre Hopkins, but they still have, you know, some key players. They still have Christian Kirk, um, you know, Kyler Murray as well. And 
I'm always scared when the Cowboys play a like a scrambling type quarterback, especially one as dynamic as him. So, um, you know, we'll see how how you know they match up and um, you know just go from there, going against the best in the NFC. Yeah, because they have a solid defense, a really good defense, but most of that comes from the defensive line. You're putting yeah. pressure on the quarterback. That's helping out the secondary. Uh, even though Diggs has all the interceptions, he does give up more yards than, mo- than I think any other uh, yeah. back in the league, which comes yeah. with the territory. We talked about it before uh, yeah. with Byron Jones. He didn't get a lot of turnovers, but he, he, he didn't give up a lot of yards either. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw it basically, you know, a prime example in the Patriots game when he got that pick six and then he gave up a touchdown because he was going for the interception. That's what happens when you go for the ball sometimes. But mm-hmm. uh, outside of digs, I mean, the players are, are bad. They're playing good. Maybe they're playing past their talent if you want to uh, look at past years. But it all starts with that defensive line, and that scenario gets put in. I mean, not scenario, but that aspect of it gets put uh, in question when you have a mobile quarterback. Yeah, maybe you can get the backfield quick, but now he runs out. And how long can uh, the defensive backs cover? And and if you have, are you going to play Micah more uh, uh, linebacker because you want him to spot Kyler Murray? Or are you going to have him rush? There's a lot of different games. It could go, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they dominate again, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they gave up a lot of yards and more points than they're used to giving up because the Cardinals aren't a chump team, even if they have injuries. Uh, they're on a three-game losing streak, which you look at it either way. Uh, a lot of people say every loss is one more game closer to your next win. You know, mm-hmm. And the Cardinals typically play a little better when they're more desperate, when their backs are against the wall. So they all they've done is clinch playoffs. They, they're still going for a division championship they can still technically um i don't know can they still get the the one seed uh head to head with the packers if there would have to be a three-way tie because the packers yeah they uh, they're looking for the tie i believe uh, yeah because... the packers beat them but if there's a three-way tie i know this because of all the cowboy scenarios if uh cowboy packers cardinals and maybe rams all tie i think the cardinals might have the nod head to head but but lot. either way, the Cardinals definitely yeah. have a lot a lot to play for. They they they're not going to be satisfied with being the fifth seed. Um, yeah, no. And right now, yeah. it looks like they're at least locked into the fifth seed. I don't think the 49ers or Eagles can. Uh, depending, I don't know who the Cardinals play the in Week 18, but you, we're used to playing the Cowboys playing uh, the last few weeks, the Giants, the football team, a couple of times. So, mm-hmm. and even the Saints with who had a mobile quarterback, but that's all they had. <laughs> yeah, Taysom Hill wasn't wasn't really a threat throwing the ball. So that that's what I'm worried about is Kyler Murray kind of finding his footing like Taysom Hill did in the running game, but also he can throw it. Uh, the Cowboys weren't worried about him throwing, but now you have to worry about Kyler Murray being that two uh, two dimensional quarterback. But hopefully, if uh, defense can at least hold up and you know not give up too many points, and the offense can show out like they did, I, I, I'm not too worried about this. I think the Cowboys uh, should win this game, especially being at home. Being, in, I mean, it's a controlled environment either way because the Cardinals playing a dome. But 
I, I think their offense is going to be the key because the defense has been consistent. Uh, they can even, you know, the I, I'm not going to say if the Cardinals score 20 points that the defense really slacked off. It, it just, you'd really have to watch it. I think they can still kind of keep in their dominant form while giving up some points, but you, you the offense needs to take over now. And yeah, defense, they say defense wins championships, but not, you know, look at, uh, every quarterback and every offense that have won the championship for the last 30 years, more often than not, you're talking about a really solid quarterback and we need Dak to pretty much do what he did Sunday, which I know that's just kind of ridiculous to ask him to do, but some, some form of that where Mm -hmm. we're not wondering if he's in a slump or not. Yeah. Um, I just want the consistency from the, you know, from the offense. Um, defense, I think, you know, are they a top five defense in the NFL? I, I mean, they, they look like it. And, you know, if the Cowboys offense kind of gets it rolling and, you know, like I, it looks like they're back on track, but, you know, that's only one game. I don't want to go off just one game, but they go out there on Sunday and, you know, put up 28, 30 points again. Then I'm like, okay, you know, now I'll be, you know, be back believing. Not that I really like lost hope in them, but it was, you know, it was, they were definitely in a, in a apparent slump, but, um, you know, if they can stack a couple, a couple games together and then they finish strong with the Eagles, you know, they'll be going into the, the playoffs white hot. So, um, you know, that's bas- that's basically what I, I'm kind of like looking for and hoping for. Yeah. And that's, yeah, you can say their schedule has been easy for the most part in the last few weeks. And, and really, it's kind of middle of the road over all year. But you're trying to look at the quarterbacks they've played. And that's really what it comes down to, the defense, what quarterbacks have they played. And mm-hmm. Not yep. a whole lot of great ones. Um, if you're looking at making a Super Bowl run, you're talking about, okay, you, you're at some point either going to have to uh, beat Aaron Rodgers, beat Tom Brady, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe gotta both. Beat him. You may have to beat both of them. Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, although he didn't have much playoff experience and you're about to play him, so you'll kind of get a better idea of that. Uh, Matthew Stafford, although he has very little playoff experience except what you've, you know, the Cowboys have already faced him in the past. Yeah. A different different team, but uh, still. And then, I mean, you're looking at the other teams who can, who can uh, make the playoffs. 49ers. I'm not really worried about them. If you take all the teams that are uh, kind of in the wild card s- situation outside of the Cardinals, 49ers might be more of a team to worry about. Uh, They're kind of tricky. Com- compared I, I to like, the other teams. I like that team. They have, they have a, a really good defense. Um, I, you know, I, I like that team. They're, they're like a dark horse. They're a team that, you know, if they, if the Cowboys rolled, rolled them in the playoffs and I'm like, okay, eh. I'll be a little worried. Um, I would still, you know, pick the Cowboys to be favored in that game, but they're tricky. I, I, I kind of like them though. I've, I've watched a few of their games this year, and they, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty solid. Uh, and you have the Eagles right now at the seven seed. Uh, that's who would be playing the Cowboys in the first round right now. Yeah, that, uh, and that, I'm, I'm not really worried at all. Jalen uh, yeah. Hurts does show out sometimes, but he's never. Never really had a good game against the Cowboys. Yeah, not, not at least one where if he puts up stats, he also throws a couple of interceptions. Yeah, uh, just in general, 
the Eagles worry you more that you really don't want to face them in the sense that, man, if you lose, that's the worst team you got to lose to. Yeah, You're never I think it's at the end of it as a Cowboys fan, you lose to the Eagles in the playoffs after dominating them, and you know if you lose to the Falcons or Saints, yeah, that sucks, but you know whatever. Uh, yeah, you don't want to lose to the Eagles or the Packers in the playoffs. Yeah, it's tough playing a team. That would be the if they played in the playoffs, that'd be the third time, you know. And it's always tough beating a team, no matter how good or how bad that. Like you know, go back to 2007, they played the the Giants twice. They beat them twice in the season. Then they played them in the divisional round and, and lost. Yeah, it's always tough playing a team three times and winning. But I mean, if if you just execute, you know, you'll you'll win those games. But like, it's a divisional rival. You know, they, they, of course they they want to beat you. You know, they've been they wear beat Dallas T-shirts. You know, on, on the Dallas week, so it's obviously a big game. And um, you know, those games are just really tough and tricky. But um, I would I would still have the Cowboys favored in that game as well. But those are tough playing. You know, three three times playing the same team three times that's tough. Yeah, and then the other four teams that can make it in the playoffs. Uh, the Vikings, I would not worry about because they already beat right. them with Cooper Rush. Uh, yeah. And the Cowboys in the playoffs will probably be a prime time, uh, prime time game, so you know Kirk Cousins is probably <laughs> yeah. going to choke. Uh, the Falcons, you know, yeah, bring on the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, already, we already blew them out by 40 points. Uh, and another stat, it's the first time in, I want to say 45 or 50 years, or maybe the first time ever that the Cowboys have had two games in the same season. Uh, winning by 40 or more points. Wow. The Falcons being one of them. The Saints, bring on the Saints. They don't even know who their quarterback is right now. I mean, neither. And oh, football yeah. team. Football team yeah. can still make the playoffs. Let, let, bring that on, too, because two, pretty much two blowouts. The other one, you let them get back in the game. But uh, Dak is 9-1 all-time in his career against uh, the football team. Wow. And the Cowboys have beat uh, Washington 75 times since they've started football since 1960. And that's the fourth. They talk about Sunday Night Football. It's the fourth uh, most of one team beating another team since 1960. Wow. So any of those teams uh, I will take in the first round, any of those bottom four teams. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really worried about any, especially I didn't even know the Falcons were. I think I did. I thought I saw that they were still in contention. Um, but I was, you know, it was one of those things you kind of just brush off. But, wow, that's that's incredible. I mean, they're playing the Bills this week, so that's probably not going to be in the cards. But even even then, you're, you're expecting uh, the Eagles and 49ers will probably, I mean, look at the record, yeah, have to lose out. The Eagles who are playing Washington this week. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look good for the Falcons to make it, but uh, I I might take that. I don't know. I th- I think I'll take the football team over because you still the Falcons still have Matt Ryan. He has experience in the playoffs. You never know. Uh, all yeah. you have to do is get into the, to the, the tournament. Yep. Yeah. But ideally, so. ideally, the Cowboys' first opponent to me I think would be uh, the Buccaneers because that means that uh, they got the bye week. They got the one seed a bye week, and they're automatically into the divisional round if they're playing the Bucks. 
Yeah, I'm not really. I don't, I'm not really too fearful of the Bucks. I mean, they. I mean, they always have the you know the greatest quarterback ever, but um, you know they lost Chris Godwin, and they're dealing with a whole bunch of injuries. You know, Benny Fournette's injured, Mike Evans injured, like. Um, and, that, and you played him too. It was week one, and you, and you should have won that game. Yeah, and uh, it was di- a good it, yeah. different teams since then. Definitely. And Tom Brady's different in the playoffs, but. No, I I hear you. Uh, I'm really not worried about any team except probably the Packers, because Aaron Rodgers is you never beat him in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Dak Romo, nobody has. Yeah, he's the Cowboys. He scares me more than, yeah, I guess any other player as far as like the Cowboys, because I mean I, unless you play him in the NFC Championship game, and then you might have a chance, but uh, any any round before that is. I don't know. Like it's it's just like he just was born to beat the Cowboys. It's almost how it felt. I don't I don't have that has has he ever lost to the Cowboys in the playoffs? No, they played two times. Uh once against Romo in Green right. Bay. That was Des caught it. And then Dak's Dak and Zeke's rookie year. Yeah, Eric Cook uh, uh sideline. Yeah, yeah, both were really really close games. Yeah, they were, and the Cowboys were down twenty-one in that game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they started off really rough. Yeah, it was uh, bad in that game, but came back and tied it. <laughs> and I know Heath had a really good interception, and then an almost interception that he stepped out of bounds. That was uh, I wouldn't say in the game because it was tied, but they would have gotten the ball back late. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, even then, that's why having the the one seed is, is so important. Not necessarily because you get the bye week, but if you face off against the Packers more than likely will be in the NFC championship game uh, by how they're seated. You would play that game in Arlington, not at Lambeau field, but unless the Cowboys just lose the last two games, they, they shouldn't have any issue um, with that. But then again, you're also relying because of the tiebreaker uh, with the Buccaneers head to head, you, you would fall below them. You need the Rams. I would say we're the Cardinals, but you're playing the Cardinals, so you're in that theory you would beat them. You need the Rams to win as well because that three-way tie keeps the Cowboys in the second seed. Yeah, yeah. And the Buccaneers are playing the Jets. So I, I don't expect them to lose this week. And Rams playing the Ravens, very winnable game because it doesn't look like Jackson's going to play this week. Yeah, yeah, I watched his practice film, and he was, you know, limping all over the place. I, I doubt he'll play, but, um, yeah. We'll so, like, yeah, so if, you if you know, for you was wondering what team should I cheer for this week, obviously you want the Vikings to beat the Packers. Uh, that, that would be ideal, too. Then you don't have to worry about the Rams because it's Packers, Cowboys, and Buccaneers. Uh, in a three-way tie, that puts the Cowboys in the one seed. But you want the Vikings to beat the Packers, the Rams to beat the Ravens. Really, you want the Jets to beat the Buccaneers, but who are we kidding? I I guess you never know. Um, Personally, I'd pick the football team to beat the Eagles because you don't want the Eagles. They're they're on a run, too. They've they've won a few games in a row. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it'd be rough going against the Eagles in Philadelphia after they've been on. I think it would would be a five-game, maybe six-game winning streak if they win this week. So, uh, yeah, Cowboys really don't have a lot of room for error if you want to. I mean, they're in the playoffs. They're at least a four seed at worst, but you don't want to – you want to hold off the Packers as long as possible. 
if you mm-hmm. can. And maybe you just let another team uh, upset them and then you don't have to worry about them. Yeah, hopefully. But the Packers play uh, the, the Lions and the Vikings. Yeah, so it's... Um, and the Vikings already beat them once. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's that makes you more confident that they're going to win or less confident. Yeah. Uh, like and, you, and the Lions have had a couple of weird wins, so you, you never know. Arizona, like, <laughs> yeah, you never know. Uh, like Arizona's, so. you know, Arizona's different than yeah than the definitely. Packers are built built differently. But again, you you never know. Mm-hmm. But the Cowboys just. Uh, if, if the Cowboys can just win their next two games, more than likely they're going to be the two seed. And, hey, to make a Super Bowl run, you have two playoff, uh, two home playoff games and a date with the Packers at Lambeau Field. That looks like the way it's going to go if they're going to make their Super Bowl run. You know, ideally, yeah, I get the one seed, but... but I just knows? I just don't want Dak to... I mean, he, he never really plays good in the cold. He's I don't think he's ever had a good cold weather game. So I mean, you know, there's there's a first time for everything, but um, I really want to avoid Green Bay at all costs. But and Dak so. really hadn't had the defense that they have this year. Yeah, that's true. So, so it wouldn't be the worst thing because you think you don't want to play in the cold if you have one of the best offenses because that's your team and that's pretty neutral, pretty much neutralizing mm-hmm. them for the most part. Uh, but mm-hmm. defensively, they're 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 up there as well. Yeah. So. We'll... Yeah, let's jump into. I mean, we're pretty much you know going over the NFC playoffs. Uh, that that's a good spot. Let's go ahead and rank these top teams. Go power rank the, the top five teams in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, my power rankings are brought to you by Universal uh, Pyramid Fitness. Um, so, I did the top five. I'm gonna just go from five to one. So, number five, I have uh, Tampa Bay. Um, you know, they're, they've been in my top five consistently all year. Um, they're just a, a pretty good team. They've, you know, been killed with injuries. And, uh, you know, they won last week, but they've dropped. Um, number four, I have the Rams uh, on four-game win streak. They, you know, caught the right wave at the right time, uh, playing really well. They jumped to the top of the NFC West. Um, number three, I have Dallas. Um, also on a four-game win streak, um, you know, three straight home, uh, three straight um, away wins, and then you know the big blowout of Washington last week. Um, they jumped to the number three spot. Number two, I have Kansas City, and um, they're just playing unbelievable. They're, I doubted them all year, um, and then they win eight straight games. So. Uh, and they just look unstoppable. So uh, it looks like they're back to their great form that they, you know, have been in for the past three years or so. And number one, I have Green Bay. And I, I believe I had them number one last year. And they're, they're still, I mean, last week. And, you know, they stayed there. Four straight wins. Uh, Aaron Rodgers probably won another MVP this year. Um, and, you know, they're just playing really really well so that's my top five for this week that you know that's the same order i'd have them in uh i think the if i had to pick them on who i'd rather face in the playoffs obviously i'll I'll pick the chiefs as somebody i would much rather not face because not only are they on a win streak they're playing outrageous Uh, i mean the packers 
you can go back to last week. They struggled against the backup quarterback of the Ravens. And, mm-hmm. and you can make an argument that oh, the Ravens could have won if they would have just kicked the extra point and go to overtime and who knows exactly. what happens. The Cowboys could be sitting at the one seed right now. Uh, but Kansas City, the, I just I just don't see any flaws with the way they're playing right now. You know, the yeah. Packers, Dumbo. Aaron Rodgers is playing playing great. But yeah. overall, it's you know you can pick apart little things, but yeah, you you were just saying unbelievable. That's that's what the Chiefs are looking like right now. Yeah, they just you know uh, I don't even know I forgot what they started. Um, you know, just flip the switch. Oh, this you know they had to start three and four. Flip the switch, just win eight straight games. Uh, you know that's just you know cr- that's crazy. Uh, blowing they're just blowing out teams too. They just killed the Steelers like I, I watched that game up until halftime um killed the Steelers they beat the Chargers a good team uh beat the Raiders by 40 um beat Denver um you know beat the Cowboys beat the Raiders again by 30 so it's like they're just on a on a crazy run right now and I'm I'll especially I'm glad we're not in the AFC yet. I'm glad we have to, if we were to play them, it would be the last game of the year. And yeah, I'll you know, take it. If you're going to yeah, tell I'll me take- the chiefs and Cowboys are going to play. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let, let's just go to there. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. On a neutral field too. Like I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably, probably a little bit of the Cowboys favor in Los Angeles. That's uh Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's definitely. more Cowboy country than uh, it's probably more Cowboy country than, at least Chargers, the Char- Chargers. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe not the Rams, but uh, I know when the Cowboys and Rams played in the playoffs a few years ago, it was almost 50-50 mm-hmm. uh, yeah. with fans. But, yeah, in the AFC, let's go over their playoffs. Obviously, the Chiefs right now have the one spot. Uh, Titans 2, Bengals 3, the Bills 4, Colts 5, Patriots 6. And right now, the seventh spot is the Dolphins. The Dolphins are in the playoffs right now. Wow. First team in NFL history to lose seven straight and win seven straight. That's impressive. In the same season. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, and they've uh they're playing the Titans, which I mean, man, I wouldn't want to if I were the Titans, I wouldn't want to play them right now. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah. A team that hot, like I I definitely wouldn't want to play them. The AFC is not as it's obviously not as strong as the NFC, in my opinion. But they have uh, a they have a lot of teams. Yeah, yeah, there's still. a lot of teams. They're uh, just top for me. Like I, I think right now it's just the Chiefs and everybody else, especially since um, I mean the Titans are they're they're playing pretty well. But yeah, I, I think just, the Bengals could probably jack around and and do something. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the Titans, the Bills. I I can see them getting back to the AFC Championship. They're just so iffy. I and I. You know, I like the Bills. I like their team, and you know they have good players on uh, on defense. They have, uh, you know, probably the best safety tandem in the league, Stephon Diggs. I just, but I just don't see like they get so much credit. They're they're in like the top five of every power ranking after like losses, like bad losses. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like they just, it's almost like they've been pushing the the Bills train since the beginning of the year and i mean they're okay they just get for being nine and six they get a lot of credit yeah and right now with two weeks left in the season there are still six teams uh, in the afc that could make the playoffs that are out right now 
Uh, it'd be the Chargers, the Raiders, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Browns, and the Broncos. Uh, statistically, wow. can still uh, make the playoffs, but they have to deal with. <laughs> I mean, the Patriots are playing the Jaguars this week. Uh, the tight, uh, I said, Dolphins and Titans are playing. Uh, mm-hmm. They may not have an opportunity to get any, even if these teams down here are winning. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and the NFC, it's it's wide open because the Packers, as the one seed, could easily. I mean, they've clinched their division, so they can't be lower than the fourth, but they can still get to the fourth. Uh, statistically, Packers, Cowboys, Rams, and Bucks can all still be the one seed, or they can all be the four seed. <laughs> and actually, the Rams, who are the third seed, haven't clinched the division yet. The Cardinals could jump in there. So really, yeah. the Rams could be anywhere from the one seed to let's see, eight. Blah, blah, blah. They could be the five seed. I don't think they can't drop to the six or seven seed. But yeah, they, yeah. there's six teams uh, really playing for those final two wild card spots: the 49ers, Eagles, Vikings, Falcons, Saints, and somehow. Washington football team statistically yeah. st- still in the playoff race that's exciting man so this is like the I get excited talking about like you know especially close- when the Cowboys are up there you know the yeah, especially- Cowboys have clinched we can relax let's just have fun yeah. with the other teams I just, yeah I can just enjoy you know watching the other games now instead of like you know past years I'm oh I I'm hoping they lose, and if they lose, then another team has to lose, and then the Cowboys will be in. Like, you know, I could just sit back and okay, let's see who will play first round. Or, we're, you know. Yeah, we're st- we're still hoping that, but yeah, right. But you know, they're going to host a playoff game in here in a few weeks, regardless. Right. Yeah. You're just hoping. I mean, that four seed you're talking about, Rams or Cardinals, uh, but that two seed. It's more likely Eagles, Vikings, maybe 49ers. That that sounds a lot better to me. Yeah, definitely. To me yeah. right now. Okay, and before we end this, let's get a prediction for tomorrow's game, Cardinals and Cowboys. Um, Let's go 27-21 Dallas. 27-21 Dallas. Yeah, let me write that down. 27-21 Dallas. I think it'd be a little bit higher scoring being indoors in a dome. Probably the roof closed. Uh, especially, yeah, it's supposed to start getting cold. They'll definitely have the roof closed. Yeah. Uh, I think the Cowboys defense bends a little bit, but I think the Cowboys win 38-28. Yeah. We'll be up and. Oh, yeah, yeah, it'll be up there, and uh, yeah, you win by ten, but I don't think it's. I think it's going to seem a lot closer, and you're going to be on the edge of your seat till close to the end. One of those you gotta, you get a first down to seal it. It's like one of those type of games, yeah. Yeah, yeah. May, maybe you have the ball late, and you end up kicking a field goal to take ten point lead, something yeah. like that. Which, of course, if you're kicking a field goal to make a two possession game with Zerline, that's it's yeah. definitely going to be pressured. Our edge, yeah. Unless it's like fifty-five yards or something like that. Yeah. Well, we both we both have the Cowboys winning this week, so hopefully that comes to fruition and we can talk about the Cowboys possibly being the one seed in the playoffs. But uh, I'm Ashton with Chris Rob. We'll see you next week. All right, see you guys.